just take that step, take one step at a time and things will come together. We just don't always know the how. We just know that we have a vision. We've been tasked with some mission. There's something we're supposed to do. Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Content Creators University. For those of you who do not know me, my name is JP Hatech. I am a cinematographer, software developer, and branding expert. After several years in the industry, I've decided to open this digital master school to help any content creator level up and impact in this world with the things and tools that we need. As we understand, technology is what this is all about, and technology is always, always growing. So this is a platform that's going to teach us the things that we need to understand to keep growing, to keep impacting, and to keep evolving so that we can be the best version of ourselves and truly, truly get the things that we need to take our endeavors, our businesses, our vision to the destination it needs to get. So welcome, buckle up uh, for this episode. Let's get started. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to have you here. How are you doing today? I am doing wonderfully. I am blessed and highly favored and really excited, JP, that I get to be on your show. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Hey, the honor is all ours. We're also excited that you accepted the invite. And finally, right, finally, we've been loving the things that you've been doing um, in your community, you know, um, helping other professionals level up with live video which is why you're here today and you couldn't be the uh, you know we couldn't have had any better guests to talk about this specific subject so again wow. we are excited uh we call our guest professors and you're going to be our professor today so professor tanya smith is in the house <laughs> <laughs> i know some folks I are like <laughs> some folks are going to be like jp's too excited What's going on with him? Uh, you guys don't know. Uh, you're in for a treat. But before we get started, let me allow you to give you some time to introduce yourself or the folks that are just discovering you today for the first time so they can learn more about who you are and what makes you so awesome. Take it away. Well, first and foremost, I just have to say what makes me so awesome would be that I get the opportunity to surround myself with people like you, JP, and others who are watching in this community I just love what you do. It's all about excellence. Um, if I had to tell you a little tidbit of what I do, I've actually been in business for myself for more than 15 years. I heard you oh, mention wow. a similar timeline. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That experience is everything. And um, I, at this time in my life and in my career as a business professional, I really focus on helping to empower and equip coaches, consultants, course creators, so people who are in a service provider style business mm -hmm. to stand out online, to serve more people, and to sell more of their services by using streaming video. That is my ultimate goal. That's what I want to do. My vision is huge for how I want to just broaden and expand the thinking of, of the people that I get to 
influence. So I'm loving that I get a chance to be here to talk about live streaming. It's my favorite thing right now. <laughs> hey, fantastic. <laughs> and we do know um, how powerful that is, uh, leveraging yeah. that. Um, but we're about to dive into the, your story a little bit and see how you ended up doing what you're doing today. Because, I mean, some folks might be yeah. watching you. Um, they'll be like, wow. I want to do what she's doing, but at the same time, um, it is important to understand their levels and their seasons to everything you do in life. And so we want to see exactly how did you end up here, right? And yeah, how is it yeah. that you're so you're so amazing or you make it look so easy? That That's also one thing, right, uh, that we want to talk <laughs> about. But uh, before we dive into that, we have some folks in the comment section that I want to go ahead and give a shout out real quick. Hey, what's going on, Gary Jones? We appreciate you being here. Thanks for uh, joining the show. I'm, I'm looking at you right there. Minister Felicia, um, hi to you. Thank you for being here and joining the live stream and being in the comment section. What's going on, Jermaine? Jermaine, uh, one of our uh, premium VIP guests, he was on the show as well. And uh, we're honored to have you guys in the comment section. Now, uh, Tanya. There's a way that we want to, we always love asking questions just to learn a little more about our guests before we dive into the needy and greedy. So the first question I have for you is, if you were a superhero, who will it be and why? Oh, that's so easy for me. <clears throat> I don't know if you can see my background, but I have collected over many, many, many years. There's a bunch of Wonder Woman stuff behind me. And I oh, even yeah. have a little Wonder Woman doll um, that's right here, who's a chocolate Wonder Woman. Here's what I love about that particular character. I love that as a child growing up in circumstances that normally people would say she's never going to make anything of herself. Mm -hmm. As a child growing up in that type of situation, in that type of environment, I realized that the only way I was going to pull myself out of it is to make different choices. Because I think sometimes when we're seeing adversity, when we're seeing certain things, certain turmoil, especially as children, we have one of two decisions to make. Either we're going to make a decision that we want to move away from that and be mm -hmm. the opposite of that situation or that we're going to move towards that. And I made a decision that I wanted to move away from it. But Internally, I had to tap deep inside and I had to really pray and ask God for some guidance around that. And I feel like Wonder Woman, the character Wonder Woman, she focuses on the lasso of truth, always being truthful and always being authentic and real. She focuses on making sure that she's not relying on other people to be the power for her, but she's pulling from that inner power herself. She's always serving other people. Oh, She's yeah. always looking for ways that she can provide and, and empower and encourage someone else. And that happens to be one of my spiritual gifts is the gift of exhortation and encouragement. So I think that all of those things have always resonated with me. All of those traits have always resonated with me. And I've collected all kinds of mementos over the years <laughs> since I was a little kid, JP. So it has to be Wonder Woman. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Wonder Woman it is. And I love her. I love Wonder Woman. And, and her story is just, is just unique. And, you know, whenever your purpose in life is to serve others, 
there's nothing better than that, right? Um, yeah. Th- there's nothing better to want to see others succeed, want to see others achieve amazing things. And you make that your life long purpose yeah. to really serve and help others get to a better place in life. So loving it. Thank you so much for you know sharing that with us. That's phenomenal. Now, we're going to flip the script and ask you if you were to give one major advice mm-hmm. to yourself, but your 18-year-old self. So Tanya Smith, when she was 18, based on everything you've learned today, where you are at today, all that background and expertise and everything you have, wisdom, one major piece of advice, what will it be and why? Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, And at 18, I was probably going into my third year of college because I started college very early. Um, I would tell myself, not to take things so seriously. Some of the things that I made decisions about back then, I thought it was gonna be the end of the world if I made the wrong choice. Mm. Nowadays, being the age that I am, (laughs) which I don't have a problem saying that I'm over 50, um, I have recognized that I have an opportunity now to just build the plane while I'm flying, that I don't have to know all the answers. I think that's what I would tell myself is you don't have to know all the answers. You don't have to wait for all the lights to be green before you pull out of the driveway to go on your trip. Just take that step, take one step at a time and things will come together. We just don't always know the how. We just know that we have a vision. We've been tasked with some mission. There's something we're supposed to do. And if I had known that then, I think I would be a lot further. But frankly, I feel like we are always where we're supposed to be in this moment. So I'm thankful for the experience that I have. I don't know if I would have been able to carry all that knowledge and experience at 18. (laughs) (laughs) But that's, that's what I would have told myself is don't take it so seriously. Just take a step. And stop worrying about having to have all the answers and everything from A to Z. You're just not going to know all the things. (laughs) Well, that's fantastic. And straight alignment with one of my favorite book, which my followers and my community know. For me, that's the Bible says, you know, tomorrow's not promised. And yes, don't worry. Don't, don't, Don't worry about things that you can't control. Right. Just let it go. Let it go. Right. And trust that it will be okay. Uh, Just make a step and keep walking. Have faith. It will be okay. And hey, there's always a better day. There's always a better opportunity. Regardless of how long it takes. Always. So Mm -hmm. love that. That resonates a lot with me. Uh, Thank you for sharing that. Um, Yeah, that's deep. That's deep. Okay. All right, so let's dive into the nitty-gritty of live video, right? Um, Here you are today helping other professionals um, leverage live video to grow their business. Now, there's so many levels to that, right? First, why live video? Why not pre-recorded video? There's so many questions that we could ask. But before we ask those questions, how did you end up here? Have you always been in the video in front of the camera or is something you picked up not long ago? How is it that you're able to do it so well today? Share with us your, you know, testimony regard, regarding being in front of the camera and doing what you're doing, please. You know what? I was, um, I am a very 
introverted person. <laughs> Very much so. No way. I'm super introvert. I'm that person who is a cave dweller. Like I can be okay being by myself and processing everything alone. <laughs> that That's me. So I was absolutely not the person that started out the gate with video. As a matter of fact, I really fought that until maybe a couple years ago. I fought it because when I first started in business, you know, I mentioned it's been years. And when I first started as a business owner and as a coach for other business mm -hmm. owners, one of the things that I realized is that I had this ability to be able to use technology and I was fine using that technology when it was audio based. So I had a podcast and I would do these teleseminars. In fact, mm -hmm. one of the largest things that I ever, how I actually got my brand built years ago was through a telesummit that I did where I had 20 different speakers from all over the world that were focusing on how to help women to elevate their career. And I was fine being behind the camera, JP. But a couple of years ago, um, my husband actually was diagnosed with colon cancer at some point. And going through that year of challenges, including chemotherapy, with him traveling right. back and forth from Asia to the United States, because his, his work is there. Okay, um, okay. And with me being here with the two kids and three dogs and the business and my corporate, I, there was a lot to juggle. And I realized I was seeing my nosedive of a, a, a reach, like reach was like pew, like there was mm -hmm. nothing. So I kept churning out this content. My hair was coming out, my health was declining because I was trying to keep all the balls in the air at the same time. And I realized at some point, okay, I'm not doing this right. There has to be a change. There has to be something different. And I kept hearing the social platforms say, you need to do live video, more live video. And I, I was ignoring it because <laughs> sometimes I'm in the remedial class. I'm that person who's like, no, <laughs> I'm right, not putting my right. face on camera. And ultimately to fast forward it a bit, I made a decision, look, either I'm going to get out of this completely and just really focus on all the things that I need to at home and just, you know, be a regular average person. <laughs> mm -hmm. And when I kind of sat back for a little bit, I started getting phone calls and people were emailing and they were like, where are you? So I made a decision and I said, OK, I'm going to try this live video thing. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it not just for a couple of months or a couple of weeks or once, which is what a lot of people tend to do. What I said was, knowing myself, I better really make a commitment. So I'm going to try to go live. I said, try. I'm going to try this out. I'm going to go live once or twice a week for an entire year. Oh, and wow. after I did this, JP, when I said I committed, <laughs> I was... I was really, I know myself. And if, if you know yourself being one of those who once you fall off, you just don't get back on. I knew <laughs> if I didn't say, right. if I didn't really commit and say for a year, it would not happen and it wouldn't make a, a difference at all. And probably about three months into it, I started seeing growth. I started getting phone calls from different 
supporters and from people who were asking me to speak. And mm -hmm. I got calls out of the blue. I thought it was out of the blue, but it really was because of the consistency and the commitment that I had made to myself and to the people that I wanted to reach. It was because of the consistency of being on live video that things began to change. And I've just been on ever since. Just didn't stop. Hi, I'm Lenita Holston, owner of Excellence Brainery, and my personal motto is excellence in everything, every time. And when I tell you JP and his team embody excellence, everything from the customer experience to uh, the beginning of the proposal submission to starting the project, detailing me about updates on the project, turning over the project, my, I guess the, the part that I love was not only were every element of my production for my live stream, was it upgraded? It was actually explained to me. So I received a tutorial on how to implement and the importance of what I was implementing. So I got the product and I got knowledge around the product. It's the knowledge transfer for me. Teach me how to fish. I feel like JP and his team did that exceptionally well. I'm exceptionally pleased. And my expectation for those that I work with going forward in um, digital media, marketing, uh, production elements, my expectation has been raised. The bar has been raised. And you know, if my motto is excellence and everything every time, uh, the extent, the standard has been raised pretty high. So thank you. Thank you, JP and your team for just doing what you do exceptionally well. And those kinds of persons are so hard to find. So if you're considering working with the JP, I wouldn't even use the word consideration. Go ahead and get your coins together so that you can be excellent in everything, every time. Wow. Wow, yeah. this is inspiring. So e even better because you say you're an introvert naturally. So for me, that's not an excuse anymore, right? Like, <laughs> here you are, an introvert, but uh, who will have thought watching you on camera, you having that confidence and being so comfortable in front of the camera and being so consistent and doing it, you know, I will say, quote unquote, flawlessly, right? Because to the naked eye, here's another professional on TV, on camera. And that is fantastic. Knowing that in reality, the, the, the natural you would choose not even going in front of the camera and doing all of that. Right. And But you made it happen, which means that anybody can do that. Now, let's go ahead and ask you this. In your professional opinion, what is the meaning of live video what does that mean to you to me and I, I will i will tell you this is probably the secret especially because i am an introvert i have always been one of those even in real life so in brick and mortar situations mm -hmm. where in a networking event for instance i would find myself kind of being off in the corner um it would be difficult for me to get into crowds and groups of people to insert myself into a conversation where I saw it was really easy for others, right? And I'm gonna get to the live video aspect of this in a second, but mm -hmm. in those situations, what I recognized 
ultimately is that I am a person who loves depth of conversation. So I don't need to walk away with a hundred different business cards from those events. What I need is I need to choose one or two people that I want to have a deeper level of conversation with. Like I really want to know more about them. And the more I get to know about them, the more they get to know about me. And that was satisfying. So with live video, what I found is that the more I saw that this live stream interaction was a conversation, it was an avenue, it was a vehicle for me to have a true discussion and conversation with people on the other end of that camera. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel as scary. It felt like, you know what, this is me having a conversation, having a chat across the room with someone else. We're sitting on a sofa. We have our coffee or our wine or whatever we prefer. We are just conversing. I'm, I get to be who I am. The people who are on the other side get to consume that information, but also engage and tell me about themselves. And it just felt good. The less that I treated it like a job, the less that I treated it like something I have to do. Because initially, I will tell you, I had some bumpy moments where I started feeling a little bit like, well, I have to look like other people and I have right, to speak right. like other people and I have mm -hmm. to produce this show in a certain way. The more I started to embrace who I am and I became okay with that introverted side of myself, I became okay with the fact that, yeah, I'm a geek and I can talk about apps all day long. <laughs> the more that I became okay and passionate about the topics that I talked about, the easier the flow. If you put yourself in a situation where you're trying to force the conversation, where you're trying to force a passion for something that you could care less about, live video is a telltale, meaning that it amplifies who you truly are. So for me, live video was a way for me to really start to grow personally and professionally. I had so much mm. growth. I started to learn more about myself and be okay with myself in ways that I never imagined I would. Live video was an opportunity for me not to feel like I had to be perfect <laughs> because Ooh, Lord good. knows with a live video, you know, somebody's ringing the doorbell for that next Amazon package they're delivering. <laughs> I mentioned I have three dogs. If they're not put up, you probably would hear at least one or two of them. <laughs> I know. Um, People get to know who you are for real, for real. And it's not fake. And it's it's it was refreshing to be able to be myself. It was refreshing when somebody approached me and said, you know what? I love that you don't dress up all the time and you don't always put on makeup. And sometimes you wear a baseball cap because <laughs> the hair is not tight. <laughs> hey, that is real. That is real. I'm loving that you're breaking it down. You're being transparent because being the, the average joke. Everyday live streamer, right? The average Joe, you can do it. And those are the reality of fo folks that go live, right? And I love what you said. Understanding that it's just a conversation. 
And before I dive into that, shout out to the folks that are just joining us. Hey, James Hicks, I just put this comment up and put it up again. He said 160 people watching, only two likes. Come on, y'all, <laughs> hit that like button. I'm putting it in and I'm saying it again. Come on, family. Hit the like button on this video if you appreciate what we're talking about. Now I'm looking 170. Come on, come on, folks. Let's hit the like <laughs> button. And if you have any questions for our guests, let's go ahead and put it in the comment section below as well. We appreciate you joining us on the live stream. This is phenomenal. This is phenomenal what you're saying. But that brings a question, though, because somebody will say, OK, I see what you mean. But why live video? Why not just video? Right. Why live? Why? why yeah. What's so special about the live video or is live video better than pre-recorded video? Um in using that to grow your business or does it allow you to grow your business faster? What is about the live video for you that you selected that specifically? I love that question. I'm just going to say that because I do get that question a lot. And I'm going to tell you there are a couple of things that I think make live video more of a preference. Um, one is that it isn't highly produced. But it can be if you choose to, mm -hmm. like your show, Jackie, is is awesome. It's incredible. I appreciate but you that. don't have to, you're not going to start out like JP. You just you won't. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, unless you hire JP and his team. There we go. There <laughs> All we <go>. right. <laughs> but I love that it's affordable. I remember years ago just to do a simple 15 minute. It wasn't even 15 minutes. It might have been a five minute bio video for my coaching business, I remember that I had to pay probably a good $3,500 to rent out the space, to get the videographer in place, to have this team write the script, to have all these changes of clothes. To, mm -hmm. And it costs a lot of money. This live, you can use your phone. You can use your phone that you've already paid $1,000 for. <laughs> And you can get started right away, immediately. You don't have to make the excuse that it's too expensive. So I love that live is very affordable right now. I love that live also, and I think this is important in this moment. I think right now people are aching, especially because of the past couple of years, they are aching for human interaction. Mm. They don't want to do business with another business. They want to do business with a human being, somebody that cares about their needs, somebody that knows and understands and takes the time to listen. There's not enough people that listen. So I feel like live streaming gives us the opportunity to truly connect human to human, to connect on a whole different level where we're able again to be authentic to be mm -hmm, real mm -hmm. to to show ourselves as not just a brand right but as a person and i think people are aching for that type of interaction so they love when they see and they can experience and they can engage with you in a way where you're responsive and you're paying attention and you're listening you're like you're acknowledging the comments that are coming through jp and you're responding to people in real time, I feel like there's an opportunity in this moment for us really to elevate our brand, to serve in a different way, to do all the things we need to do, and even to convert people from being lurkers into leads and into mm -hmm. true clients, people who are customers that are paying for services and for more of an experience with us. 
live does all of that pre-produced or produced video absolutely should be part of the game if you're doing video but for me live has been an opportunity to connect and to create community and i used to say i'm just gonna say this and i'll end with that <laughs> on the answer i used to say i am horrible at creating community because i am an introvert <laughs> i thought that i couldn't do it and what I discovered is that the more consistent I was with doing my live streams and I was doing them every week, like I said, mm -hmm. what I started seeing were repeat audience members, people who were looking for an expanded experience. They wanted us to have a space to hang out. That's why I created my academy, my Stream Bosses Academy, because I realized there was an opportunity to bring these ladies together, mostly women in my group, in my community, bring them together for us to have some conversations even outside of the video camera <laughs> and go. i love it it's fulfilling for me it's filling them it's it's doing that community aspect of live is just very different i think than solely produced videos so Whew. i hope that shares. i hope you guys are taking <laughs> note because she said a whole lot of things that might might have passed you know you know you may have missed some you know what i mean because she said a whole lot of amazing stuff that are crucial to understanding why choosing live video over pre-recorded she talked about engagement she talked about creating a unique experience she talked about paying attention to the people that are following you right and yeah. acknowledging their need she talked about building a community. Folks, she talked about a lot of stuff that we need to pay attention to that creates that leverage into choosing live video over pre-recorded. And just to add to what you said, I 100% agree. And I love that you said that because pre-recorded is more intimidating to the average person than when you're mm -hmm. live. Because when you're live, it changes the feeling. You know, think about the fact that when a show is live on TV, you can always access it on demand on your services and all that. Why so easy that so many people want to watch that show while it's broadcasting right then and there live? Why? Because you feel part of something bigger than yourself, mm -hmm. right? You, you feel like at this very moment, all the folks that are watching this, we're connected together. And if it is a show like this, where you have a community you're building and you're answering questions, it kind of creates that intimacy between the host and the people that are following you. So fantastic stuff. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. Um, for breaking it down like that right um, of course yeah. whenever you know that is live uh, something will go bad it's, it's not about if it's about knowing how to deal with it whenever you have unforeseen events how okay. trained are you right that, that that's what this is all about so hey appreciate you now let me go to the next question because um a lot of folks will hear this and say, yeah, Tanya is all good and dandy, but <laughs> you share your experience with us. I, we want to know specifically, how did going live 
help you specifically grow your business. Care sharing with that? So, a couple of things that happened for me. Because initially it was crickets, right? So I'm, I'm not going <laughs> right. to lie. I have to be direct and I have to be transparent. When you first start doing live video, you could show up and there's nobody on the other side of that camera. Like nobody. Mm-hmm. And that happened quite a bit. It wasn't, it wasn't great. <laughs> and I didn't have my fancy studio and I didn't have all the gear and the things that I have now. Mm-hmm. I started out scrappy. And when I did, what I recognized is that there were, there were, even if there were a few, I had to dig deep inside and to find my why. Why am I doing this? Why do I want to use this vehicle to reach people? And what I realized is that it truly is for me, and I think for a lot of the folks who are watching right now, for you, it's about how do I use my own gifts and talents to serve people more powerfully? And so I had to make a decision. Look, if it's really not about me and it's about service, Mm -hmm. even if it's one or two people, on the other side of this camera, then I'm going to serve the heck out of them. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to get on camera. Like it's a hundred people or a thousand people, even if it's one, even if it's none, because a lot of people do watch the replays by the way. So I think the more that I got in tune with that, the more I realized that, Again, I was not only growing personally, but I was also growing professionally. And people were watching that I didn't know were watching, JP. I got a call from Social Media Examiner, from Michael Stelzner, and I was completely shocked. Hmm. Like, wait, what? He saw my videos? <laughs> wow. Like, I'm not a huge creator. Right. He saw my videos and you know what he told me when I met with him to do the interview because I did his podcast and I also taught a class for social media examiner for social media marketing world. What he told me was, I saw that you were doing something that you truly believed in. He said you were authentic. You were sharing something that was of value. You were clear on who your audience is and who you wanted to talk to. And you were giving even if you didn't know that there were lots of people watching. And I thought, you know what? That right there is what I want. That is what I want to help other people to understand that it's not about having 10,000 or 100,000 followers and fans. It's about how well do you serve the one that you've been tasked to serve. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so for me, from a professional level, it helped me to grow my business because it gave me visibility. It gave me opportunities to do more speaking. Look, I get to be on your show. It gave me opportunities to do more podcasts, to be invited to be a book um, collaborator, to Mm. create more courses and more programs and to sell more of my services. So it helped me honestly to be able to convert the content that I was already creating into actual cash so that was how it helped my business grow is and it continues to help my business grow and even if people don't see the numbers what they don't know is that 
I'm seeing the numbers. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing the numbers where they count and it's helping me to be able to sustain my family and to, you know, bring in an income that allows us to live comfortably. And I don't have to tell everybody about all of that because the most important thing they need to know is that I can help them and that I care. And I think the more we do that, the more we focus on the real purpose, mm -hmm. which is to serve mm -hmm. others, then the cash is going to come with that. Hey, it's going to come <laughs> with that, folks. Don't start and have all your focus on the cash. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I'm just looking for a cash because regardless of what you're doing, if cash is the ultimate motivator, uh, there is a sustainability that will not be present, right? You might start it for some time, and if you don't get the immediate gratification that you might be looking for, guess what? You will stop doing it, and for the folks like us that have been doing this for a minute, trust me, it was not cash number one. It was, first of all, in believing in what you're doing, like you just said, believing and, you know, feeling that you're actually serving somebody. And if you do it right, in excellence as well, because you have to grow, right? Don't just believe, serve and serve being mediocre, right? Look into investing in yourself. Like Tanya just said, she spent the money back in the day. She spent a whole lot of money to get certain things done because she understands that you got to do certain things, certain, you know, quality, um, and people deserve high quality work, right? And so right. as you're doing that, you're growing, you're mastering it, uh, you're investing into improving yourself, right? Not staying where you are. Um, start where you are with what you have, but don't stay there. Uh, and then from there, you know, things start happening, right? Doors will open for you. Opportunities will come because people will respect. If there's nothing they respect, they'll respect the simple fact that you are showing up for yourself and for your community with a certain consistency that they may not be able to explain. And that draws draw people in so that's fantastic um okay so we're about to take a ad break when i come back i want us to dive into the pain point right and actionable step pain point in, in your opinion what exactly for the folks that are trying to do it small business owner small business owners and all that why is it that's so hard for them to do in your professional experience and also exactly what are the steps right the best way the things that I know you made a video about that if, if I were to start today, right mm -hmm. now. But what are the steps that you can give us here for somebody that may decide to start now? What will be your advice? Um, and so let's get into those needy and greedy. So stay with me. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy, Jay Dunn. Look, you are on Content Creator University. You finally made it. It's live right now. So stay right here because it's about to be crazy. Let's go. I don't often get nervous because, you know, we're always live streaming and working with a lot of different people. I'm a little nervous with you, JP. Your show is like... <laughs> So polished, so good, and the people, the Thank chat you. that are joining us, man, it's, I'm really happy Thank to you. be here. JP, JP, thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. I just, I am beside myself. I've been bouncing up and down as the, all the intros were going, and I was still hearing the music that you were playing in the intro in my mind, and yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a little bit jacked up, but let's, let's see if I can bring myself down to earth so we can have a really productive conversation today. Um, everything seems like it's all intentional, chosen well. 
um, your production, the way you put it together, I believe you can really coach people um, into doing it. And I trust that you'll uniquely hit each person with the knowledge that you have and allow it to custom fit them. Um, you know, like a great basketball coach, you don't make Kobe Bryant, you didn't try to make him Michael Jordan, but you know, you still coach him based on what he brings to the table, but you do your Phil Jackson. And so you kind of like a Phil Jackson of the, the high tech world. And I, <laughs> I believe that. that, you know, people that know that there's somebody uh, can get with you and get the stuff done right. I love it. Welcome back. Thank you so much. It's been an amazing show so far. Your knowledge on this topic is just phenomenal. You've been dropping a lot of wisdom. I want to thank you for that. And so now we're on phase two. Phase two is all about, okay, understanding the pain point and the next actionable steps. And uh, so professionally, we know that a lot of folks will tell you, Oh, I've been trying this, but I just have a problem, you know, or um, they cannot explain why they just cannot sit in, the, in front of that camera or why the freeze up. What is it? Mm -hmm. What would you say is stopping the average person for, from just just doing it right? Just going live yeah. and producing. What would you say? Honestly, I believe that it is it is confidence um, there are a couple of other things too, but confidence mm. tends to be a big one. When I ask people who are coming into my Facebook community, one of the questions that I ask them is, what is it that has been your biggest struggle with doing mm -hmm. video and, and especially going live? And most of the time, the answer is around confidence. It's, it's answers like, well, I don't like the way I look on camera. I don't think that I would be <laughs> professional enough. Um, I'm not sure. And, and let me tell you where I think it's grounded in. Okay. Because when we talk about confidence and we talk about self-esteem, a lot of that came from things that other people told us about ourselves. It came from labels that someone put on us. I will never forget because I was that kid who grew up with the buck teeth and the big Coke mm -hmm. bottle glasses mm -hmm. and uh, I didn't have the hair. I didn't have the clothes. We were nomads. We were kind of all over the place. Um, wasn't wealthy, was barely even middle-class at times. Mm. <laughs> like there were a lot of things that were going on and I, there were a lot of labels that were placed on me moving in between different domestic violence shelters. There's a whole lot I could go into, JP, wow. that I won't right now, but I'm going to tell you the things that we grow up with and the labels that we've allowed other people to put on us can be heavy. It's baggage. Look, let me give you one really quick thing that I know happened, because here's what I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you that people won't judge you, because they will. It's the nature of of everything when it comes to media or content or just putting yourself out there. Even if you're putting a social media post that has no face or anything, people are constantly looking and evaluating and judging and assessing. But you can't make their baggage your baggage. When I was doing those lives, remember how I told you I started doing every week for you know right. a year, mm -hmm. I committed mm -hmm. to that. During that time, probably the first three or four months or so, 
a woman showed up on one of my live streams. She showed up in the comments while I was live. And this was during that period where my hair, I just, I cut it off. I cut it off because it was coming out because I was so stressed with my husband's situation. My skin Mm -hmm. was bad. I just, I did not look at my best. Okay. And, but I still was delivering content. Like I still knew what I was talking about. That didn't Mm -hmm. take away from the messaging, but this woman got on to my comments, my chat. And at the time I had the streaming comments. So I had everything scrolling across the screen. I was using OBS Mm. (laughs) and she wrote, if I were to put the, if I were to put your photo or a photo next to the definition of unprofessional, it would be your photo. It was wow. something like that. It was like, it was definitely, wow. it was a slam. Like there was no mistaking. She was definitely trying to not be constructive. It was a mm-hmm. destructive comment. And when I heard or I saw that in the comments scrolling across the screen, I tried to hurry up and get it off camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and it shook me. And it shook me not just at a surface level. It shook me more than I thought it did at the time. Because you will see if you go into my YouTube channel from way back, I still have a few of these videos in there where I was wearing wigs for a while, JP. Hmm. Because it took away from my, it took, it, it, it took me down a path where I started remembering all those comments and being teased mm. as a child and, and where I wasn't accepted because I spoke a certain way or my ears were too small or my nose was too big and my lips were too big. Mm. All those things that I heard those people say came all rushing back when that one person put that comment into the chat. But here's what I want to tell you. I want to tell you that if you're struggling with the confidence piece, you have to, again, go back to your why. Why are you doing this? And you need to learn to fall in love with everything about yourself that you can. Mm -hmm. It took some work. It took some self-development. It took some personal growth. It It took some inner work for me. And that's something I acknowledge and I recognize with my own audience. And when people come in and they say, I want to try this, but I'm just not sure, one of the questions I have to ask them is, tell me a little bit about why that is. Like, what is it that you see in yourself when you look at yourself on camera? What do you hear? Do you hear someone who is amazing, who has all this wealth of knowledge and experience? Mm -hmm. Do you see someone who is beautiful and incredible and powerful Do you see someone who doesn't have to be, doesn't have to look like a million bucks to speak to crowds about making millions of bucks? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you see yourself as the person who you truly are? And sometimes people don't see that. And sometimes it takes a little bit more work to get them there. But I think confidence is a huge one. I also think that sometimes people need to take the time, not sometimes, but you do need to take the time to understand and be clear on what you want to talk about. Like, what is your gift? What's your Mm -hmm. competence? The more you practice and the more you do get yourself on camera, the more likely you're going to grow into loving that experience. And that's why we did the Let's Go Live Challenge. I used to do that every quarter for a while. I used to do it a lot. Because I realized that 
people needed that stepping stone. They needed that practice time in a small group where they were getting support from other people because they needed that until they could get to a place where they felt support for themselves internally. <laughs> mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. yeah, confidence is a big one. Um, and there are other things, but I think that's probably the biggest one. And the thing I would tell you is that you really need to get crystal clear why you want to do it, what you want to talk about and who you want to talk to. The more clear you are about those things, the more, the simpler it will be for you to overcome some of the issues that maybe were in your past. And also that whole fixed versus growth mindset, a fixed mindset says, you know what, this is just who I am and I'm never going to be different. You know, mm. I'm too old or I'm yep. too this or I'm too mm. that. A growth mindset says, I can learn this. I'm going to make a mistake or two or three. I'm going to have glitches in technology, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. But I'm going to be okay because just like Nelson Mandela said, I don't lose. I learn or I win. I win or I learn. So it's a lesson um, each and every time you get on camera and the more willing you are to be able to take away lessons and experience from each moment, the more you have that growth mindset, the easier it will be. I promise you. I promise you. And it's not going to start easy, but it will get to a place where you feel confident enough to be able to do it every week. <laughs> Absolutely. That's my hope. <laughs> Absolutely. 100% true. Uh, man, that is so true, guys. Remember, take note, right? The why, the who, um, and how and you're doing it. And the what, right? So mm -hmm. that is crucial, right? Uh, why are you doing it? You know, who are you going to be talking to? And what are you going to be talking about? Thank you so much. And before you go, I'm a business owner. Give me three steps I need to take to actually be successful um, in going live. Should I just be posting every day and talking about my business or what do I need to do, Tanya? Let us know, please. Goodness, goodness. Okay, if I need to narrow it down to three, the first is you need to be consistent. Hmm. So that means that you need some type of schedule. You want to mm -hmm. decide, okay, is there a time and a date? And there's this perfect intersection of... Because what you're going to ask me next is, well, when should I do this? When should I right. go live? That depends on who your audience is. It depends on your realistic schedule. Some of you have kids. Some of you don't have children. Some of you have obligations to nurse an, an ailing or older parent. Some of you are that ailing and aging parent. Right? <laughs> right? Whatever your situation is, you need to figure out what is the schedule going to be that I can live with and I can commit to without making it a burden. So the consistency must be there. Um, the second tip would be that you really want to get clear on your content strategy. So when I talk about knowing what you're going to talk about, you can't be all over the place. It's difficult for people to really commit to watching you and coming back to see your lives if they don't know from week to week what you're going to talk about. Because most people are in that phase of how is this going to help me? That's what they're thinking when they come and watch their live and when they do anything with you is how is what this person's doing going to help me in this moment and in this time in my life? So the more clear you are about your content strategy and you're talking about topics that are related in some way, 
from week to week, the easier it's going to be for you to really attract an audience of people who need the solutions that you're providing in your content. And I guess the third thing would be conversion. Conversion. You need to think about conversion strategy because it's fun to get on camera <laughs> and we can all do that. Um, but are you thinking about how what you're saying and what you're doing with your video is relating back to your business goals? If you're an entrepreneur, which most mm -hmm. of you, you just said, I'm an entrepreneur. So if you are and you're not a hobbyist, it should be everything you do should be thinking through the bigger picture. How does this relate back to my paid programs, pro products and services? How does this help me to convert people from just watching to actually becoming a client? So all three of those things would be the tips that I would share. Oh. Folks, she dropped the mic. Okay. Go back, replay, keep playing it until you get it because that's the secret she broke everything down she gets paid top dollar to talk about this type of thing Stanya. i want to thank you so much for an amazing show i mean you're just a wealth of knowledge now we can't let you go without you telling us for the folks that are like i want to what program does she have right i know she says she's a coach do you have a program how can people join uh what, what you know what the next steps for folks that really want to connect with you and also socially where are you what do you spend your time uh, let us know so the folks can take action with you and your brand absolutely i would love for you to come and hang out with me um, the best way for you to connect would be to go to streamlikeaboss.tv. The reason why I offer that particular link is because it has links to all of my different socials and everywhere that I go live. Um, streamlikeaboss.org is the page that you see up right now. There is a free quiz that you can access to find out just how ready you are. It's going to give you an assessment so you can determine mm -hmm. how ready you are to do live video and it will give you some practical strategies and tips on how to improve your readiness. Um, in terms of the programs right now, really what I am super excited about, I'm so honored that I get to work with coaches, consultants and course creators in the academy. So Stream Bosses Academy is where we are growing our private community of amazing amazing people who are learning to leverage more live video. We have two calls that we do each and every month. We have a network. We have, um, goodness, the two calls. Let me just tell you, they're like my favorite part of the entire month because one of them is a group coaching and training call. And the second one is what we call creator day. That's actually happening this Saturday where we come together and we commune and we are getting things done. We're getting content done that normally throughout the rest of the month, we keep putting off and saying, oh, I don't have time. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows to come with an agenda and with what they want to accomplish by the end of our two hours together. But there is just a lot of positive energy in that space. Um, I answer questions about all things technical when it comes to setting up video the right gear, um, the right business strategy as it relates to your content, all the things that I've been talking about today. Mm -hmm. And really more than anything, it's just a supportive and encouraging group 
we're loving on each other, no matter how old, no matter your color, no matter disabilities or what people label as disabilities, any of those things that you think have been holding you back. I want to love on you and help you to work through that so that you can see how live streaming and video itself can really help you to be more visible. So, yeah, that's all I want. I could say talk all day about it, but streambosses.academy <laughs> is where we currently have enrollment open through July 1st. So you can find me on any of the spaces that you're seeing right now on screen. That's my getnoticewithvideo.com site. So I do some consulting and I do some done for you services for small businesses. There's just a lot, right? But the best <laughs> place to find me for socials oh, yeah. is going to be streamlikeaboss.tv. Yeah. There we go. She said it, folks. Streamlikeaboss.tv. And uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm showing you that she's on YouTube as well. Uh, go connect with her. Stream like a boss with Tanya Smith. And of course, social media. Instagram, get noticed with video, um, mm -hmm. Facebook, you know, all of that. Go do it, folks. She's a wealth of knowledge. If you're all about growing your business as well with video, uh, you can't be in one community. I love you guys. You know, I love you, but I don't mind sharing with amazing folks like Tanya. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> go uh, go connect with her. And again, remember, uh, streamlikeaboss.tv. Just remember that. Um, and it has all her links her connections and from there build it one thing that we always say is you know the power of networking right understand that networking is everything leverage networking you need to have the right folks in your private circle um, and and grow the, the net worth um, of that right and definitely tanya highly recommended by this uh community go check it out um love what she does folks i love what she does and as you can see full of wealth knowledge value and that's going to help you out right continue doing the amazing things you're doing tanya thank you so much we've gone to the end of the show please stay backstage we appreciate you so much i'm gonna go ahead and close and we'll be right back with you thank you so much the end of this episode thanks for tuning in thanks for connecting uh with us on this episode if you appreciate it i want to ask you to go ahead and share this with a friend or family member that is a creator literally anybody that is in content world creating content writing a book starting a business uh podcasting doing videos uh youtuber um you know cinematographer live streamer you name it need this series that we're releasing every week so go ahead and share with a friend or family member and of course um if you have not joined me on youtube yet come on my youtube channel uh which is jp high tech reviews or go straight to youtube.com forward slash jp high tech reviews or go to my website simple jp high tech.com um and you will connect with me there and let's grow together let's make amazing things and i want to hear from you if this has blessed you please send me a message all right go to my website send me a message on jphtech.com let me know how this is doing for you put a comment in the comment section say something uh let me know how you're feeling and let's all transform this world be blessed and i'll see you guys next time for another episode you be safe like i always say shalom <laughs>